Welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. With the Super Bowl in the books, I wanted to let you know about all of our coverage across the site. We have Kevin Clark, Robert Mays, Roger Sherman, and more breaking down every aspect of the game, including winners and losers, key plays from the game, and the halftime show performance. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube channel where Kevin Clark talked to Amari Cooper on Slow News Day, and Roger Sherman chatted with players from each team for their thoughts leading up to the game. Be sure to watch and subscribe to our channel on youtube.com slash The Ringer. excited and I'm nervous. I can't wait to see Colton. Wow. I've never been to Thailand before and I have never kissed anyone and I have never been in love. But this is my dream destination. So like who knows what could happen. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's midway through the season, so that means it's time for the one and only Rob Mills. Hi, Rob. What's happening? You're, I think, everyone's favorite guest. You and Jacoby. You guys, oh, wow. That is, that is... Esteemed um, colleague. That is esteemed, (laughs) that that is really, really special, special... um, It's a good, it's a good Special group to be in, in, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad to have you. It's raining, it's a good bright spot to this bleak, dreary weekend in Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, I didn't expect all this. (laughs) My God, Wow. (laughs) I Thank just am you. excited to talk about the well, My day is going downhill from here. Well, I'm very excited to. Sure. When it starts with praise, hard What to everyone doesn't know before we start the pod is we have like a pre pod. Yes, I which know. Which is like 45 the, minutes the of us. Gossip. Yeah, exactly. Gossiping is pretty oh, much if you my guys favorite could be activity. Fo- I would never guess that. <laughs> my father and I are both really big gossips. What would you have done? Without things like, like, do you like to stalk on Instagram, Twitter? Yes. Facebook. It's the greatest thing of course. ever. I also am like a big like catch up person. So for example, mm-hmm. I just mentioned the Backstreet Boys to you. Yeah. I've spent like five days mm-hmm. in taking every piece of media related to their, their oh, album release. There's nothing like a rabbit hole for, yes, it's I totally It's not even agree. a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. I seek it out. I'm just yeah. like. I, I, but like, you can find it. Yeah, but, I'm like, but you I catch up, you do it all at once. Yes. Read their body mm-hmm. language. Got to see mm-hmm. like how are Nick and Brian doing towards each other, mm-hmm. all that. And then with the Bachelor people, I mean, that's a whole other level. Like. If you follow, I, I am don't follow stunned with the, any of them. Well, I, I yeah, I don't either. Although sometimes on Twitter, I will certain ones. I'll get to know more than more than sure. others, and they're all great. But in a weird way, it's like the Bill Parcells or Pelagic coaching tree, where yes. they go down the bachelor contestant tree, where it's like the Amanda Stanton and oh, the father no. of the kids and that new girlfriend and that that these people they say, oh well, I followed. This person who, you know... I've always been very anti-Amanda Stanton. Mm-hmm. I've never been a fan. I always felt that she, she was on <laughs> the television news. show too wow. much. And I stand by it. I with, think she... With all the info I love there. Amanda Stanton. All right. Fair I enough. I think she's great. Okay. That's that's great. Oh, I, mean, I love all of them. This, For the purposes of this pod, I love everyone who's on the show. <laughs> I think one thing people don't know is that mm-hmm. you really only know like the leads and people who are in contention to be the lead. That's how, who you really know, though. Because you're pretty much suit. for you, most, yeah, network, yeah, exactly. That's because, exactly right. Because you're not mm-hmm. on hand for yeah, all of the filming. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I want to get into this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Colton goes to Thailand um, with his. We need to start. Gals. Should we start giving these episodes titles like this? Colton goes to Thailand. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of how we uh, title these podcasts. Like Colton mm-hmm. goes to camp. Colton I like goes it. here. Mm-hmm. Great locations this season. Just fantastic. Yeah, they're fantastic locations. We've done Thailand so many times. Yes. Probably but, one of my favorite places I've gone. But usually with the for bachelor. the finale or final three, not yes. usually midway through the mm-hmm. season. So these these ladies, yeah. like Nicole, she's so lucky she got oh, to go. She can't believe it. Onyeka, yes, exactly. I mean, she, didn't, she could not have expected to be no. somewhere tropical. Well, you look at 
the le- like if you looked at Becca's season, you're like, oh, this I is did. where I'm going to be in Colonial, you know, Williamsburg yeah. or one of those places. A fake debate in Richmond, mm-hmm. Virginia. Um, <laughs> ha- I know that you, you chose the locations based on take backs or partially, and yes. like what kind of deal you get. Yeah, we call them trade outs. Trade outs. Yeah. Sorry, take backs. <laughs> like <a> kickbacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> trade outs. Um, mm-hmm. Did you go to Singapore or Thailand? I did not know. I usually don't go in the middle. I'll go for the end if I can, and then I'm there for you know the beginning, the first three that are in LA. Do you get like dailies? Like, do you? We get what's called hot sheets. I see. So and every day you get a hot sheet that tells you what happened on the date in the house. Wow. I mean, you get so it's literally like a daily, it's down like a to daily briefing. Like you're mm-hmm. the president. It's like here's what's happening in Iraq, that, but Singapore. exactly right. Yeah, with, with uh, all, the the way that the women. I just stream- read the briefing and then don't go on Twitter and say anything about it. But yes, that's exactly. <laughs> you're much more responsible. Other than that, there's not much difference. So, like, what's the briefing like when there is this major fight that is between Onyeka and Nicole, two people who clearly aren't going to win, and um, mm-hmm. Tasha, who's coming on strong in this sort of middle portion of the season. Mm-hmm. She's moderating, which I loved, and yes. we'll discuss that more. Like, what are, like, the Cliff's notes on this fight? So what you get when you get a hot sheet is you get, first you get, like, basically headlines that are, mm-hmm. it is almost like a teletype that you, re, you know, it's That's like. That's a great job. Which, which PA oh, has to put that together? No, this is, you know, what you'd call a story editor. I see. Who goes and writes that. It's probably something you would have, had you come out of college sure. and started interning, I could see you. That sounds like a fantastic job. This would be amazing for you. <laughs> for somebody who loves to gossip and write, this is incredible yeah, for you. Yeah, that sounds you, awesome. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm like, in a weird way, that has a big effect on the narrative because it's sort of mm-hmm. like you're feeding you're like your you know, story editor mm-hmm. is kind of creating the narrative as the season goes along. Yeah. Well, remember, there's also the producers are there who are sure, seeing helping. everything too, so they see how it all goes. But it is good for everyone to see it, and yeah, they'll get it in post production and start thinking, okay, these are the things we got to look out for when we start getting the footage coming in. Yeah. So, what were the bullet points coming out of Thailand? Thailand was exactly, you know, obviously first kiss. Sure. You know, she's now no longer a never been kissed, but a, a been kissed. Very tough. Mm-hmm. Very That was very funny when the Chiron changed for Heather. From, yes, from exactly. That. She's a kind of a, a old school bachelor contestant, mm-hmm. in my opinion. She. It's interesting. I, I can see that. Yeah. She mm-hmm. doesn't seem like she has a bright future as an Instagram spokesperson of any kind, but she also mm-hmm. is sort of like, um, you could like project a lot onto her. She's kind of a blank canvas. And and I don't mm-hmm. mean that in a mean way. No, She's not been at all. useful on the show. Mm-hmm. She's actually, I think, much more manipulative than perhaps she would get credit for. Like, I think. Well, clearly, this is a girl who could have kissed multiple, multiple men. Yes. Her- and did it and is very. So she's not, I don't want to say calculating, but clearly she has a plan for herself. Interesting. I just thought that she perhaps was like an arrested development, emotionally stunted, because the way that she talked about... So they were talking about Heather, who gets Mm -hmm. the first date on this uh, episode. (laughs) It's edited to maximize the awkwardness. A lot of no music playing in the background, Mm -hmm. a lot of hanging on the sort of awkward silences, them just being like, it's so pretty. Yeah, it's so Well, you sort of know it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean... And it can go to... There's almost one point where you think Colton's going to do the... Woody Allen and Annie Hall, where he's like, let's just kiss now. Yeah, get it, get it over way. with. Yeah. And then we can digest our food. And it's fine. But he doesn't. He waits. He so. waits till the end mm-hmm. with the fireworks. Is that decided in cahoots with the producers, or does he just. Do- I think he can. Colton, as you're going to see, Colton certainly will take things under advisement, but Colton is his own man. Sure. He does, he does, he does what he wants. And there's been glimpses of that. People, I think it was overshadowed by things like the Tia stuff and everything else, but like you saw him at the Mentel All last season. Uh-huh. And the guy like 
sit, but like he definitely he can be combative. He can be, you sure. know, he doesn't sit sit and say like, oh no, I'm supposed to be the good guy. I'm not supposed to say anything. A lot of murmurs about Colton actually out out there on the streets. Murmurs, murmurs interesting. Whispers. Really, what are you hearing? Um, Colton certainly. By the way, I just want to say one thing too. One of our more, I think he's gaining popularity as a bachelor. Yeah, I would say he's way better than Ari. There's no the season doing very well. Ratings-wise, certainly better than Ari's season. Yeah, I mean, he's way less boring than Ari. Mm -hmm. There's no question there. And Ari, like, Colton does this thing where he knows it's like a pivotal moment in the show. Or Mm -hmm. like in the episode. So at like a cocktail party or when he's giving someone a rose, Mm -hmm. he'll be like, he'll be like, Heather... I had such a great day with you. And so I hope you accept this rose. Like he kind of has like a, a turned it on voice mm-hmm. where he like is playing host and like yeah. playing showman. Yes. Which is like obvious, but like, I guess like good for TV. Mm-hmm. Ari didn't get that. Ari didn't play the game in my opinion. Well, Ari had been so far removed from the process. And I think he literally came on and he was like, I'm doing this to find a wife. I really don't care. You know, I, 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 I'm not going to do any of that. Sure. I am here focused to find a wife. And through his own out. crooked road, he found it. Did and you get invited so to the out. wedding? I did not get invited to the wedding. <laughs> Last time I saw her, it was New Year's Eve. He'd done, you know, we do New Year's Rock yeah. and even Times Square. It was frigid cold. We're walking. I was in New York. Yeah, it was very we cold. We went down this it was, year. It was no, this is a year ago. Oh. You weren't there. This is the year ago with Ari, when Ari sees Yes, I was in Malibu that, and, that um, time. Much, yeah. believe me, much better place it to be. It was lovely. Yes. <laughs> so we had walked down and we went to the after party. We were hanging out. We are talking. Last thing, he gave me a He's like, I love you and everything. It's great. Never, not, didn't get invited to the wedding. Didn't, you know. Yeah, he's still, they're still mad, I think, yeah. about the wedding. No, no, but were. a lot of other, Mike Fleiss got invited to the wedding. Yeah. Oh my God. And Harrison. Yeah. Oh, Harrison, of the officiator for everyone but Sean Lowe. Incredible. I know. Why, why didn't Sean Lowe ask him to do it? Do you remember Sean Lowe? No, that guy was like the ultimate. Don't you remember him and the dad and the brothers? Oh, on yeah. His wedding, we did televise, and they all had their hands on the Bible, like oh, you yeah. know. They're... And they played um that really weird cover of um the Michael Jackson song. Uh, I think Human Nature, perhaps. Was, like, I think the you're weird, right. The weird violin. I think yes, you're totally right. I yeah, forgot it was about really that. weird. That's right. <laughs> it was. A, mm-hmm. I love them though. Oh, it was great. <laughs> that's really. That funny. was a fun wedding to do. We had the virgin cam. We had the. Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot about mm-hmm. that. But he wasn't even a real virgin. I mean, yeah. Was, oh no! Excuse me. The honeymoon cam. Oh. Okay. He wasn't a real virgin. He was a born again virgin. I forgot about the honeymoon mm-hmm. cam. They're a great couple. I hope to meet them one day. I've never met them. Wonderful people. Uh. Anyway, back mm-hmm. to Colton. He. So he, you were talking about murmurs and whispers about. Oh yeah, Colton. that he just really wants to be famous and really wants to be on TV. And I think a lot of alumni Mm -hmm. of The Bachelor don't like him, A, because of the TSF, and B, because it just seems like, though he was less blatant in his campaign Mm -hmm. than someone like Jason, he really wanted it. He wanted it the way everybody wants it. (laughs) Who doesn't want it? But he wasn't blatant. He was a guy that, that, you know, went and said legitimately, I've got this foundation. This is sort of my life. I don't have time to date. This would be a way to kind of, you know, I think he's focused. I, I... it, I, I totally get the fact that there's people might think, oh, this guy, you know, he loves being front and center. Yeah. He wants to be a star. But you talk to anyone who really knows him, whether it's teammates. I mean, they all start thinking like, oh, I think this guy's full of shit. And then mm-hmm. they're like, no, he's actually pretty legit. Sure. Okay. I mean, it's interesting. I won't have you name names. I'm curious what cast would feel that way because I think that well, his, most his- of the, the cast like the ones that really know Colton like him like the guys from a season pretty much all root for him if you want to look like a bachelor contestant 
Think about Beachbody On Demand. Getting fit and staying healthy is easier said than done, right? Tell me about it. Well, OpenFit is a brand new streaming service that takes all of the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. Work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day with custom-tailored original content led by some of the most effective trainers in the world. Sculpt your body with Andrea Rogers, founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar, or get in shape with Hunter McIntyre, named one of the top 50 fittest athletes by Sports Illustrated. And you can do it all from your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or Roku. It's been raining a lot in LA, and it's really tough to exercise outside when that's happening. And that's perfect for open fit. I can do it in my living room without having to worry about getting wet in the rain or timing with a class. It's so easy. Open Fit has changed the way I work out, and you can experience this too. Use my code PARTY. Join me on the fitness journey that's personalized just for you. Again, use my code PARTY and start using Open Fit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the Open Fit 30 Day Challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30 day free trial membership where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. Just text PARTY to 303030 and you will get full access to Open Fit. All the workouts and nutritional information totally free. Again, that's party texted to 303030-303030. Let me also tell you about Kalo. That's spelled Q-A-L-O. Kalo knows a thing or two about marriage. Started in 2013 by two guys who love their wives but hated their wedding rings, Kalo is redefining the wedding industry with the first ever silicone wedding band. Designed to be more comfortable and safer than traditional metal bands, Kalo silicone rings come in a variety of silhouettes, colors, and patterns for both men and women. Kalo silicone rings are affordable, practical alternatives for engaged and married couples on the go and make the perfect gift for Valentine's Day. And you can customize your Kalo silicone ring inside and out. Choose from fonts, texts, and patterns to engrave your ring with something special, just like a traditional wedding band. Showcase your love for the outdoors with a mountain print or engrave your wedding date in the interior of your ring. The possibilities are truly endless. To get 20% off your Kalo order for Valentine's Day, go to kalo.com slash bachelor. That's Q-A-L-O dot com slash bachelor. Kalo's Valentine's Day sale is valid on the entire site, even customization. So again, visit Q-A-L-O dot com slash bachelor to get 20% off your Kalo order today. So Heather and Colton, they have their date in Thailand. Yeah, so that was, so yeah, on the hot sheet, it's like Heather and Colton have romantic dates, you know. <laughs> Heather has finally been kissed. Yes, exactly. And then you'd go down to, you know, group date. Meanwhile, group date in the jungle, things get, uh, you know, a little sure. hairy between Onyeka and Nicole. Um, and then finally, Colton and Cassie go to a, you know, steam things up <laughs> on their own private <laughs> island. Uh, and then back at the the house for the rose ceremony, the Nicole and Onyeka drama hits a fever pitch. Yes. Cool. So you know that, like, that's kind of so like you what sort of know, like, those. And then around. you can sort of start reading into the the line by line of everything that happened. Interesting. And if you're like, oh, I want to hear more about this Onyeka and Nicole beef, you can just go right to that and start reading. This sounds like a great job. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd known about it when I was 22. I would have loved it. Instead, I was working in publishing. So lame. Um, one thing I like about Heather and one of the reasons I actually think that she has a lot of mm-hmm. potential and we'll talk about who should be the bachelorette. Heather's not winning. I mean, come on. She's just got kissed for the first time. But anyway, she um, clearly doesn't have a stylist. The way that she dresses is super basic, Mm -hmm. super normal. Like the dress that she wore for their date in Thailand was just basically like a tight Mm t-shirt dress. And I like that about her. She seemed like, compare her with someone like Hannah G, who Mm -hmm. seems um, probably the most camera ready other than the pageant. 
outside of the pageant well, girls. Yeah, somebody who I think has done a lot of stuff. She has on online within on Instagram and things like that. Yeah, she's so a, she's like an Instagram salesperson. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she'd be a bad pick for Bachelorette because it would be like rewarding a type of person who <laughs> I, I'm not sure you want like to have a full infiltration of the show. Uh-huh. Right. But Heather seems so like regular in in a mm-hmm. way to me that I'm just sort of I actually like her. Plus, I think mm-hmm. she just has more going on than people would necessarily yes. give her credit for. But their their whole date was just rid- ridiculous. And, yeah. And then, I don't know if you caught this, but they were like, when they were walking through the market together and she tried on like a tie-dye dress, she was like, this is this is so uh, Thailand. And it was like a tie-dyed like <laughs> oh shirt or wow. whatever. Oh I was just like, oh, it was like basically a schmata. Yeah. It was like what my grandma would call it, a schmata. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, just like mm-hmm. piece of crap. Yeah. So this is so Thailand. Yeah. And they just, they both didn't know what they were talking Somebody, about. <laughs> and it was kind of, it was incredible. I, how did I not see that? Now I got to go back and see that because that, that is amazing. Well, it was kind of overshadowed by all the way that that, that date was ep- uh, edited. Mm-hmm. There was like the close-up on his mouth and yeah. his lips while they were eating. Licking his fingers. And then just the absence of music when mm-hmm. when you're watching TV and there's no music mm-hmm. beds underneath it. It's so yeah. obvious and, you're, and it just makes you cringe. I, I watched that part, the, yeah. that whole date twice. And no, it was it's so interesting. Obviously, music plays such a big part yeah. in how things are done. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like a... And the, sw- the swelling yeah. after they finally No, they the used to, if when you watch the footage when it's not scored, it's always totally different. Yeah. It's that, like people have shown that thing of like Jaws. Sure. Where you watch it without the John Williams score and it's like, oh, this is not nearly as scary. Just a movie. Just, Just a footage. movie. Yeah. Just some footage. And that's the, the same thing. And, and one thing it really highlighted to me was how much uh, fireworks suck, which is a long-held mm-hmm. opinion of mine. And Because it first begins when they're kissing without any music playing. And I'm like, yeah, fireworks are so loud. They mm-hmm. won't stop. They're like just yes. right over you. And I was like, God, that seems horrible. <laughs> Usually fireworks are used on this show so that to rub it in Someone's the other face, girls' or yeah. guys' faces. Like, oh, look at that. You yeah, know. They can or yeah, two-on-one where they're driving back and you see the fireworks go up. I was surprised we didn't get a two-on-one in this episode, actually. It's episode uh, five. You're not going to get a two-on-one this season. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is that because There's Colton a, can't handle it emotionally? No, not at all. It's just a— <laughs> I'm not sure I think he can. <laughs> we've made a sort of conscious decision not to do— There's nothing worse than like a bad two-on-one. Yeah. And, you know, you look at it now, maybe there would have been some that lend themselves to a two-on-one. But but honestly, it's better to have—the two-on-ones, when they work, they're iconic. Sure. As we all remember, Ashley Iaconetti and Kelsey Olive- Poe. How about uh, Olivia being left on the island? Olivia being left on the island. That was rough. That, I think that's Even, worse than Ashley and Kelsey, I think opinion. for Bachelorette, probably the most famous one would be Casey Kell and Rated R. Oh, my God. he was left on the glacier waving Incredible. Every, yeah. Two Two iconic people, mm-hmm. as you know, my favorite season. That was Allie's season. It was a great season. And Casey has the garden protects your heart tattoo to this day. I he does. That's right. Terrible. Absolutely. Just terrible. Yeah, I know. I can't. Uh, I, my friend just gave me a sheet of stickers of of uh, James Kennedy from Vanderpump, mm-hmm. and I was like, where should I put these? And I can't. I was like, should I put one on my laptop? And I was like, I don't even know if I'll want it in six months. Right. I can't imagine getting a tattoo, a tattoo that says "I'll garden protect your sticker. heart." I know. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I know. So. Yeah, so those ones, so you don't want to just, but then by the same token, when you have one that sort of fizzles out, like nothing really happens, yeah. it's just, it's it's not great. So when do the, what point do they decide to not have a two-on-one? Like in the It's really inaudible. Or? It could be any time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, usually you reset at the end of the episode to talk about, you know, okay, how, kind of what what's happening with who's left and who's, yeah. you know, and then you'll kind of think about it. But you could... You know, any date could be made a two-on-one. You look sure. at these dates, the one-on-ones could have easily been made two-on-ones. Oh, definitely. Particularly Heather's, I think. Like walking yes. through the market, that's the mm-hmm. kind of thing you could do as a group. Yeah. Whatnot. Cassie's mm-hmm. would be a little bit tougher, but 
You I could mean, leave him on the island. I know. He's so mean. Be though. great. Yeah. So mean. He he's really into Cassie, like sexually. It seems he's the most attracted. to You her. could see the two to me that felt the most sexual times. This with Cassie and last week with Hannah G making the bed. Yes, afterwards. definitely. I mean, him saying to to Cassie, "I don't usually let girls into my bed on the first date." Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just a yeah. little ridiculous. And he's, I mean, he seems pretty into Tasha as well. If he is, if he's he like se- seeks her out on the group mm-hmm. date. Yeah, and so the group date um, was kind of when things start to go down. They go in the jungle. Colton is wearing the dumbest jungle outfit I've ever yeah. seen. It's insane. Like, oh. can we get this guy some shorts? He's wearing a, he's wearing like the, the classic LA outfit, like a kind of like a button down shirt open mm-hmm. over a white t-shirt and jeans. That is not jungle appropriate yeah. for Thailand. What was he thinking? You know, I don't know. I, I don't know <laughs> how he, you know, asked to be dressed this episode, but yeah, you would think that, uh, You'd want more of kind of a Jumanji look or something like that. Yeah. And you don't, yeah, you don't get that here. And are like, he's comfortable in athleisure. Let's put mm-hmm. him in some athleisure. Yes. Let's give him some good joggers. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with you. I don't understand. I mean, this was not a date he was really comfortable on in the first place. I so. know. A lot of like exotic, like food and bugs mm-hmm. and whatever are yeah. like quote unquote exotic. That's when uh, Onyeka and uh, Nicole start having it out mm-hmm. at the cocktail at party. At the cocktail party. And... What I love the most about this was Tasha was kind of moderating it. So what happens yes. is Elise. Oh, I forgot that Elise left. Oh, but I guess we didn't even talk about that. I know. That. Let's talk about Elise. Yeah. We'll come back to this in a second. Mm-hmm. So Elise can handle Colton dating other girls. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a theme of the season. There's a lot of like ineloquence. It was a little bit hard to understand like what she wasn't okay with and why well, she had to leave. It was a strange, first of all, she left to, to leave the show in what was referred to as her statement dress. Yes, I love so that. So that was, that, was, that was interesting. Elise going uh, for her moment. Yes, that's right. So Elise clearly wanted to go. And then it was sort of one of those things where I think she tried to infuse logic, and you can never do that when you're on The Bachelor. No. Like the, it I understand. Make any sense. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't say, I know it's totally not fair to have. Ask Chris Harrison if I could date you exclusively. I know. And well, that's sort of what I would want to do. And That's not even like an option. That's not mm-hmm. even in the realm of possibility. No, that's exactly right. There's a lot of things you can call Chris Harrison yeah. to do. Yeah. But, um, this that was is a weird one. Sort of not one of them. It was very strange. Also very one-sided. It was like a profound lack of understanding mm-hmm. of like what Colton is going through. Now, she was another one of the ones that was, you know, considered... Older yes, at thirty one. Yes. Part of the Cougar. The Cougar. Group. What was they called? The, the Cougar, Cougar Den. Yeah, or the Cougar or something Den. like that. And Tracy now being gone. I don't know if that got in her head that she started to That's think you know, oh my gosh, like I'm I'm next. I don't know what it, it was a very bizarre change. From the network's point of view, mm-hmm. do you have any feel any pause over kind of like the emphasizing of these like age standards or kind of like the sort of infighting between like a 23 year old and a 31 year old. I mean, obviously it makes for good TV, mm-hmm. but is there any kind of like discomfort with the sort Feeling of like this is an ageist season yeah, or something like or, that? Or sort of like reinforcing the idea of a cougar or whatever. No, not, I mean, this is what they're <laughs> sure. saying, you know, I yeah. mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it really was about finding you have these these girls who apply and they come sure. on and and who was the best for Colton. Right. And these were sort of the best ones and this is, you know, some of them I think Demi or Demi, Demi. seems to have the most or at least was the one that sort of started this. I don't know that there was really anything else. I love Demi. Again, oh, it's my better great. judgment. 
No, I mean, she's great. She's fantastic. I don't think she should be on Paradise. I think she should be the bartender. She's incredible. Oh, that's interesting. Because I, mm-hmm. she doesn't really seem like she could really date on TV. She's just a troublemaker, and that would be good. Yes, she enjoys being the troublemaker, and you see that tonight. Like, she's yes. always sort of instigating things. <laughs> she, and yet her she never— Nobody ever says, like, well, I was just talking to Demi, and she told me this was a good plan. Yeah, I know. Like, never gets called out for it. I know. She's she, brilliant. She—I get the impression they actually like her. This is what happens a mm-hmm. lot, I think, with this so-called villains, is as the seasons progress, you find out that the other castmates actually like the people who are, like, villainous or something like that. Unless it's, like, a Courtney Robertson. If, if the, there's a Courtney Robertson, Vienna— from Jake season. If it's effective with the lead, yeah. then they don't mm-hmm. like her. But obviously Demi's not winning. And I think that, you know, Michelle Money, who's now beloved, but I don't think she was by everyone her season either. Brad Who? Womack's second oh, right. season. Brad too. Yeah, Brad, Brad too. Brad, Brad the Redux, Brad mm-hmm. the sequel. Yeah, Brad Redo. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that they actually like her mm-hmm. and like the bigger problems are the, the ones who are trying to be fake earnest mm-hmm. like Onyeka and yes, Nicole exactly. basically mm-hmm. when they, they're like more self-righteous Demi's yeah. just so out there yeah. I mean I'm just dying to know more about her yeah, I feel like we've never seen anyone like her she before. reminds me of I've said this she reminded me of the story of uh, Dee Dee and I can't remember her name but the, the mother and daughter who there was just a Lifetime movie about them I mentioned this previously but the, oh. the mother like made it seem like she had cancer mm-hmm. she had like given her like a Munchauser syndrome mm-hmm. to her daughter and then the daughter and her boyfriend killed the mother she reminds oh. me of them but she also reminds me of the little girl from Problem Child 2 that little you blonde. said that yes <laughs> Ivy on Schwan um, yes. what was uh, her name Trixie Trixie yes, yes. exactly I, I saw that because I was I like I loved those movies oh they were amazing <laughs> amazing I love John Ritter as well. R.I.P. Oh, great actor. John Ritter, amazing. Yes, just in fantastic. That movie. Yes, exactly. And of course, the great Cosmo Kramer, who is you now. Oh, he was great. Now yeah. off the problem reservation. Problem Child one, I sort of like more than problem, but problem two, oh, two, two is bizarre. Yeah, they're just, that's so so weird. <laughs> great movies. They're so good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Demi anyway, really reminds me of that little yeah. girl grown up, and she totally does. She's I think really you're outside totally of the right. bachelor mold. Mm-hmm. Like she's not really like because she's not really a villain. She's obviously not winning. But a villain doesn't win. No. Other than Courtney Robertson and Vienna. But that's why I think that the women don't mind her is because mm-hmm. she has no shot. No, I don't think it's that. I think that, trust me, the villains know how to get under their skin. Uh-huh. But I think that also the show has just evolved. I think there's a lot more, The I think either the girls are sort of savvier or they just say, you know, we're not going to allow ourselves to have our kind of buttons pushed. Yeah. And, I, I think you see, you saw it a lot like with Becca and the girls on that season. Like there's a lot of sisterhood there and even like Nick season, I feel like Corinne wasn't necessarily the villain. Yeah. But then there's ones like um, on Sean's season. Um, what was her name? With the eyebrow. Um, Tiara. Tiara. And that's her somebody that the girl, or Sparkle. And yeah, I think that they're really were issues there. Colton gets very gets very worked up trying to moderate mm-hmm. between those two. It doesn't and so this episode ends with him um like walking off or whatever. And everyone's just waiting well, for him to jump over the Well, my favorite thing is he goes fence. he goes uh don't mind me girls. I'm just going to sit here and, <laughs> and watch. <laughs> I know. As if that's an effective strategy. But the thing is they then they they continue to to not stop. I know. They're, and keep arguing. It was the I, I we'd never seen anything like this. No, and so like this would have been clearly this would have been a great two on one because the fact that they didn't stop I when know. Colton comes in better than a two on one because more yeah. organic. Mm-hmm. Is there footage of Elise telling whomever that to telling? No, but Tasha clearly was there. Tasha was there, and with how Tasha, is there not footage of that though? I don't think. Uh, my guess is it was fairly innocuous. 
Interesting. Like, I don't think, just knowing what we know of Nicole and seeing her and her brother and everything, like, she does not seem like the type that was like, oh, I'm using this for some sure. sort of but, opportunity. But how is there not, how is it not caught on camera at least telling, like, pulling Onyeka aside? It might be. I mean, it might be, I guess, but my, my instinct would be it's nothing. It was nothing. Right. It and was like she, her and Elise talking in the house the way you do, you're together for 12 hours a day right. and you talk about everything. Because I guess it's, because it, one thing that I think is consistent with The Bachelor season to season when I'm always, when I'm mm-hmm. like, why isn't there footage of this? Is that it kind of doesn't matter. Like fact right. checking is, it's like oh, no. the record, the record doesn't really matter. That's it's more exactly about the, right. the fighting between them. Oh yeah. But that's like an interesting choice because mm-hmm. obviously, because I assume there is probably footage or audio of that. Like Onyeka has to be mic'd up the entire, I mean, they're mic'd up the whole time, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Except but when they like shower I think and go to sleep, basically. Right, and correct. you have to ask to be demiked, basically, to mm-hmm. do that stuff. Yes. So I think it's just an interesting choice to not want to like correct it and let and let the fight itself be. Well, the fact that Tasha sort of says what it is. What the the really interesting is that Onyeka doesn't talk to Nicole about it first. Right. Right, because so, like, I heard because she heard it secondhand. Right, so it was just it was a fascinating strategy. It was bizarre. Onyeka yeah. seems nutty. In my so Onyeka, she'll, she'll be good in paradise. Was one of the girls that I've said this before that um, I you know when we do casting when we you bring the final whatever it is hundred people that are going to get cut down. Yeah, and so I don't see all of them, but I go when I can. And you know, Onyeka was one of the girls I had seen. And I was like, oh, this girl's incredible. She was amazing. She was so good. And then you never know, like, the behavior She's on the polished. season. Yeah, I don't think, I, would, I wouldn't have expected the air horn. Sure. I wouldn't have expected these things. I find her, Giant you know, bitches. fascinating. I find her very interesting. She is interesting. It seems like mm-hmm. she's really playing for the future. Like, I mean, maybe we'll, we'll yeah, see her in be. Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. I would, do, you know, love to see her in Mexico. If she she'd, does not, you know, she'd be in the top of my draft board. I think she's a truck because she made. Oh, I like the Paradise draft board. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> she would be mm-hmm. up there. And uh, what I have to say is, um, speaking of, you know, as you start thinking about Bachelorette, yeah, there's, I, I think there's probably a ton of contenders. I actually think the girls this season are really good. Um, I think I like Kaylin a lot. I think that she's mm-hmm. she. She might have the Jason problem of being a little bit too polished. I could see her campaigning for it. I, I think the pageant girls are a little tough to get in business with because they're performers by nature. Mm-hmm. The um, sense I've gotten, look, it's just early, so none of them are, sure. are on or whatever. I, I don't know that any of them are campaigners the way some of the guys are. I mean, the guys are know. out of control. Yeah, I feel like the guys are more out of control. Yeah, but mm-hmm. also it's a shorter window for them because they they like they're, the end of their filming is May. No, it's actually a longer window. Is it? Well, when you sort of think about it, because their their season starts in May, and you don't really start to see the candidates emerge sure. until July or August, and that's when you start hearing things. That's true. And that's and then you don't have to start till September. Here with Bachelorette, we start like that's immediately right after the season starts. That's right. That's true. I don't know who I so like Hannah G. I feel like she seems pretty normal, but I just think that the Instagram influencer. Of her mm-hmm. of her profession is a negative for the show, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I feel it's a negative for the franchise because okay. that's like how that's what people come onto the show looking for now, and I feel like to reward it would be dicey. Okay, I don't. What is your opinion on that? On that take as an executive? I don't. You know, honestly, for me, it's it's like I just I, I'm in the position where we get to actually have meetings with these people. Sure, and you just want to hear what they have to say as as people. Uh huh. If you have a legitimate you know, you, you you really are there. You want to find somebody, find love, find your soulmate. Then that's good enough. That's for all me. you need. Okay, yeah. that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Hannah B. Everybody, at the end of the day, that's the big thing with anyone who makes this shit. You have to, we all laugh at it and talk about how ridiculous it is, but if you don't really believe in it yeah. and believe in the concept, you gotta buy then in. you gotta buy in, then it's not gonna work. And for the people who have bought in, it's been successful mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like no, it's, not even the people, but us, all of us who make it. Like you can't sure. sit and say, like, "Oh, you know, this person seems fame hungry," or this is, you know, yeah. try and ferret that out. But you know, sure. Um, okay, so Hannah B. Hannah B. I think is really charming, and I like her a lot more than I did a few weeks ago. By the way, that whatever it is, meme or GIF, yeah. whatever you you made it of her in the MGM thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Seems to be that seems to be a favorite. Um, of my people. I don't make any of those. That is uh, Amelia and Dylan who Amelia and were, Dylan did an amazing job. They do mm-hmm. all of the social for The Bachelor here they're at the awesome. Ringer. They really do a great job. They do a great job. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to say she posted that I think on Instagram. Did she? Yeah. We I gotta think watermark so. our memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, exactly. Seriously, come I on. I know. Colton stole one of ours Get too. On it. And I was pissed. And I was yeah. I tweeted at him, no response. Mm-hmm. Um That's ha- odd. He tweets at everyone. I know. He well, tweets I was calling back him out. So even calling out, I feel like he would. But. I really wanted to come on this podcast, mm-hmm. but so far no luck. So Colton, if you're listening. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh Hannah B I really like, but she's not eloquent enough. If she couldn't give a toast, I'm worried about her prospect as a narrator and to carry a show. Mm-hmm. So okay. I, I think that she has to be out. Kaylin, I think, would be really good. I wonder if she's a little bit too serious. And while I think that's probably a lovely quality in a human, it might mm-hmm. get boring with her as the lead. Interesting. Okay. Cassie, I think we don't know quite enough about yet. Mm-hmm. I could see her getting it. That could be fine. Mm-hmm. Tasha, I really like. I think that she'd be a strong contender. Mm-hmm. Again, I feel like Cassie and Tasha have come out of the woodwork a little bit. They haven't yes. had big feuds, so we don't know enough about them yet. But I could definitely... <laughs> right. like, I, yeah, we really need a feud to, to get to know these people. <laughs> yeah, seriously. How do you act under duress? But I was really taken with Tasha this week. Mm-hmm. I thought that the way that she kind of like jumped no, into the fray... No, she's fantastic. She's great. She's awesome. I, mm-hmm. she, like, she might be my number one pick as we're talking it through. Interesting. Wow. I, I just think that she's got poise. She does, yeah. Great smile. Mm-hmm. Really pretty. Divorced is a great, great yeah. twist. Love that. Absolutely. And also she seems like she's serious about trying to find a mate. Like when she was talking yeah. to Colton, she seemed like really broken up about her divorce and like really hopeful to find someone. I think that she could be really, really good. Yeah. No, I think those are all salient points. Those I think now, are Now, do you have any sort options. of one person? Those are sort of the people that we've seen now as kind of front runners. We see more of them. Is there any kind of left turn, like somebody that was on like- A while ago? Two episodes. Oh. Like when we did Juan Pablo. Sure. He was on- Literally for maybe five minutes all of that season. I have a weird fascination with Katie. I feel like she's a real weirdo. Mm-hmm. And I I just like to see The Bachelor get weird. So I, yeah. I, I like her. I don't, again, I don't know. I always feel like we should be looking for. Deeper. Just like, you never know, like something that could be sure. completely, and I don't know where twist. Nick Vile was kind of like that. Sure. At the but, time. But he had been on so, but we knew him well. He'd been on enough and he was a runner up. Two seasons, so. Because the thing about Juan Pablo is that he had, mm-hmm. like, a real fan base, and people wanted it for yeah. him. But it was odd, like, we knew nothing about him. I think Hannah B. would be, like, the Juan Pablo of this, the, kind of, like, the the wrinkle. Because I just think that mm-hmm. she has built a real, um, like, profile for herself. Yeah. And she seems, like, more awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a little hard to believe she was a, a pageant girl, in fact. Because she well, just she doesn't have the I don't know what it means, but it, it, I feel like she's she didn't place like at the yeah. end she was but yeah but she was still Miss mm-hmm. Alabama she, she was that's a big deal I guess you gotta what go through a gauntlet there to get there yeah yeah totally. I just think that she would she would mm-hmm. be a little bit of a of a uh, surprising pick interesting okay but I I do like her mm-hmm. I just um 
I worry about her ability to like to narrate, basically. Okay. But you know, Colton hasn't done that much of it, so mm-hmm. maybe if she gets like the right guys, she could do it. Yeah, it it just depends on who you know. You'd rather hear about this fight with Onyek and Nicole from one of the other girls, and sure. not from Colton anyway. Would you ever pick like Tia? Well, I think she's with somebody. Yeah, right she now. actually has a boyfriend. Yeah, um, right. But you, you, yeah, you look back at previous seasons sure. too, and sure, she was charming. I like think that Ari actually had a lot of girls that like could have been good for it. He did. He did. He did have a lot of girls. And like obviously had to had to go with Becca because mm-hmm. of the way they had their breakup and everything. And by the way, she just seems so happy now. So that worked out for everyone. It worked out great. Yeah. It was great. Everyone <clears throat> seems like they're doing well. No, in that I think situation. it's 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 all good. And also Garrett just seems like couldn't be more different from Ari, so it probably was not the right fit to begin with. I think everybody found their right fit. Yeah. Ari did, Becca did, which is great because that as you guys have written about, thank you about that that episode. You know, like what sure, riveting TV and yes, uncomfortable believe, it was. I believe we said it was one of the one one of the one hundred best episodes of it the was. century so far. Yes. I stand by it. And Very again, excited. It, I mean, it was really fascinating. Though. I mean, it I, was. I still think about it all the time. But it was so nice that it worked out okay. Yeah, every, you know, at the end of the day, everyone. you gotta remember ABC is owned by the. Walt Disney Corporation. Yeah. So we always like to be like, yeah, it's like a fairy tale. Yeah. At the end, like, there's always twists and turns, but there's always a happy ending. So <gasps> I don't know who some other like left, like some unexpected candidates are. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. Is there anyone that you like as just a viewer you wish we'd seen more of that you're like, oh, I wish she'd lasted longer for this season yeah. or just in general? This season, this season? Hmm. I think if we got more of the sloth, I I could have been interested. <laughs> well, that was that was more than one night. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. But that's yeah. why Bachelor in Paradise is so great. I know. Maybe you'll find. I don't know in what we would have done, and that's the great thing. Like, I think there's no shortage of options for Bachelorette this season. But mm-hmm. that's what's so great about Bachelor in Paradise. Is I that. know. I miss Winter Games. I loved Winter Games. But for the record, Winter Games was great, and you know, we definitely would love to figure out some sort of competitive type bachelor show again for one of those. I mean, it just was, that was because the Winter Olympics. It worked out. It was like, instead of repeats, let's do this. But sure. I was. The counter programming. We were super proud of Winter Games and what they did. So it I'm, was great. Also, I think the infusion of international cast members. That was a real shot in the arm. It's been really successful mm-hmm. for the challenge. Don't know if you watched that, but they now. Yes. No, it's worked out very well for They them. brought in all these British people mm-hmm. and they're amazing. I mean, That's now, great. Yeah. Now they've expanded the scope. Ch- yeah. I don't know if you're aware, but Chase is going to be on the challenge. I'm very aware. A lot of uh, negative feelings towards Chase out in the world. Like he's always like being pitched for stuff or whatever. He's just interesting. Wants to be on TV. As you know, famously being mm-hmm. a Tommy Lahren. Anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. Just having Kevin join mm-hmm. Bachelor Nation here in America has been well, fantastic. Well, how great was that? Yeah. I know. I know. And, and they're so happy. I know. I can't. I, Rachel, I talked about it. She moved from Tampa to Toronto. What a change. It's crazy. I know. I but, know. but that does work out really well. It is. And right. I think it also in an indirect way led to Ashley and Jared getting together. I think you're probably right. And so, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that like th- those mm-hmm. kinds of... Other ways to expand. Oh, it was great. I sense. mean, I think that it gave us, you know, I don't know if Claire will ever do anything else again, but oh one great grass last thing with Claire between, first of all, I forget the German guy who was so rigid. Oh, my God. It was like, you know, when I we come down to the too. hot tub, it's called a date. Yeah. He and was then so um, upset. Benoit. Benoit. <laughs> I just like having the Canadians in there. They're Can- great. Canadians are a great addition. Canadians can- are fantastic. Canadian- Contestants have been great. Caitlin Bristow is Canadian. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. in general, I feel like it's I also a plus. liked Caitlin from this season, Canadian Caitlin. Who was she? Oh, she was the one who mm-hmm. who he sent home yes. before the rose ceremony. Yes, that's right. Um, 
We, you know, we count up the Chris Harrison TRT on this show. <laughs> That's right. Zero, Zero seconds this week. Zero the this week, The bagel for Chris Harrison. Well, unfortunately, we had our to be continued. Yes. Also, you know, we will be back on schedule next week. This is not one of those things. I know people get angry when they There like, was one season oh, where it happened a lot. It was. And then there was so much negative feedback towards that that huh. we tried to. So the, I think next week there will be a rose ceremony at the end and then- Get, then we're almost to like hometowns. It's crazy. I know. It is crazy. We are flying through the season. Five down already. Yes. One thing I want to ask you about. So it's been much discussed. I keep thinking it's coming and it's, I don't know when it's happening, mm-hmm. but Colton jumping over the fence is yes. the most teased moment of the season. I was certain it was happening this week. I was like excited to talk to you about it's it. It's happening soon. Didn't happen. But I, I just want to talk. We know mm-hmm. it's coming. So I want to talk to the logistics of Colton going a wall for mm-hmm. for two days, which is what I've heard has happened. Can you confirm or deny? <laughs> for two days? Yeah. No, he okay. did not go a wall for two days. How long was his absence? Uh, it was less than two days. Okay, it but wasn't that long, hour? but but there was a search party for him. Okay, so I mean, it literally what? turned into the fugitive. What? <laughs> Great movie. It's Shout so good. Seal Awards, one of my favorite actresses. She she didn't do much in the fugitive, <laughs> yeah, she but she was great. Yeah. The beginning. It's not a spoiler right, alert. Yeah. She dies. Yeah, but great, right. great movie. Mm-hmm. Also, that came out around the time, you know in the Clinton era. Ninety three. Yeah, and it was so it was a big talking point that Tommy Lee Jones was Yale roommates with Al Gore. Oh, I forgot. You're right. That it was, was a big deal. It was really the mm-hmm. peak of Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones was. Great. Um, Hopefully, God, what the hell is he doing now? Well, they're put doing... him in some sort of Netflix show or something. My That's God. a great point. He could be one of those Florida prosecutors in a Ted Bundy docudrama. Get I don't know if you watched te- the Bundy tapes, I haven't watched but it get yet. it on the Bundy things. It's hot. The right Bundy now. economy. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really true. It's like <laughs> there's always like some kind of true crime thing that takes mm-hmm. hold. The uh, Charles Manson yes. murders are mm-hmm. coming this summer mm-hmm. with. Uh, once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's right. I mean, yes. Sharon Tate comes back and she always comes back. But this one, I feel like they're like, yeah, it's time to the 50th anniversary. Like, yeah, that's I know. a thing. It's great. You know, like, that's a thing. Um, anyway, speaking of Ted Bundy, Colton. Colton. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Colton goes off the mm-hmm. grid. What, what are his options? He's without a cell phone, he's in a foreign country. He, like, doesn't have any change of clothes. Like, what was the plan? And, I think he just needed time to think. And. He couldn't do that with his his producer. Who is? Do you happen to know who his producer is? They all get famous on Instagram. Like Nat is one. Natalie, I think, is her name. Natalie Shabti. Yeah, Shabby. Shabby. Yeah. She's she's a big mm-hmm. one. And I then, didn't know this. They all get famous now. Oh yeah, because they wow. will they'll post pictures from filming. Oh right. Okay. So that if you if you go down the rabbit hole, then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this producer, that producer. Uh, God, and then I'm not also, even sure. Several of them were at R. Caitlin might be might be. Um, okay. There's also Peter Geist who Peter went to Geist. my summer camp. Oh my God, every single person has a connection to Peter Geist. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's a girl, Robin Ross, who worked at um, oh, yeah, EW Nasha People. She was a TV guide. Oh, got it. Then she went to EW Nasha People. She went to college with Peter Geist. At Stanford? Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't seen him in a long time, but his sister was in my bunk at camp, so I've always was aware of him. You're kidding. Wow. I swear. PJ, mm-hmm. He went by PJ. You then. should have him, uh, I'd have love him to. on. He's I'd great. Love to. But the producers can't talk that much. You you're, you won't get in trouble because mm-hmm. you are at work for the network. Yeah, but, they but have, I still got to be careful, too. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course. It's not, it's not like you're— They can ask, yeah. But, they, but they'll say no to me. I've asked. Oh, interesting. But they, they're like not really Who's your white whale? It's too— Mike Fleiss, obviously. Oh, well, Duh. that I think— yeah, Maybe we could make that happen. <laughs> and, and at this point, Elon, but I'm sure his NDA is so strict that it would be boring. But what do you want from Elon? Do you want something? Like, I don't think it's— Elon is close with so— Elon, the year mm-hmm. of, At the year of Elon. Yes. Elon Gale. He is so close with so many of the— um, leads because he was the showrunner. But or you're looking whatever. for him to like give you dirt on the leads. I don't want. 
want it to be negative, mm-hmm. but as you know, I like to know, yeah. like, I- mm-hmm. I'm very invested in understanding what happens when mm-hmm. Colton jumps over a fence. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that work? Does he tell take, you exactly? Does he take off his microphone? Like, what, does he know how to do that? Like, where does yeah, he Yeah, everyone go? knows how to, I mean, demiking is pretty easy. Sure, you just take off the pack. Have you ever, yeah, I mean, yeah. exactly. You just say, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. not that hard. But like. Jumping over the fence, that nobody knew. You know, obviously that was just bizarre. And so, where did he go when that happened? Did he just start walking down the road? No, he just he, he starts walking, and you know, clearly he's trying to get away, so he's probably walking at a brisk pace, or you know, who maybe what, running. Speaking of the of the hot sheet, mm-hmm. like, w- what are the headlines coming out of that? That was more. Was I that think an immediate text. That like, was hey, that was bachelor's... probably a smaller group who was <laughs> let who was talked to about that because that was also Were sort of notified? an emergency. Oh no, that was a. Oh, we yeah, I did. You know, I was on the phone. Like sure. that was a okay. Oh my god! You know, you got to hear what just happened. That was what crazy. Like, yeah. Late October, mid October. Uh, it was in the fall. Yeah. Okay. When we were shooting. And, so, and mm-hmm. so, like, what's your first response? Like, do you have to call someone? Are you mad? Like, how, what? Talk well, your me first through. response is, "Gosh, I hope we didn't lose him." You know, what I mean, like, I hope he's okay. <laughs> be safe. Yeah, okay. exactly. Good. <laughs> um, then it's the. I hope he's. You know. Everyone, you know, he's a whatever led him to do this. He, we can figure out what is the best course of action for him. So he is feels. It, is there a part of you that's like, this is going to be great TV? Like, do you? Of course, oh. absolutely. That's like one <laughs> A. One is safety. One A is like great TV. <laughs> yes, let's catch yes, this. Exactly. Let's that's get right. all this footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, it seems like he's had needed more like emotional coaching than some of the other bachelors. It seems like he takes things very hard, which is a sweet quality. He takes it seriously. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he is emotional. I mean, he's talked about how his whole life had been his career. Mm-hmm. He's also posted some, you know, photos of like, you know, I was kind of an awkward kid. Yes. Which, you know, as I've said, like, that's great. He's for all of it. I was too. Believe sure. Me. I know oh, it is, me you too. Know, I hey, think I was awkward exactly. until I was like 27. Yeah, so. me too. Exactly. <laughs> A long time. I still am. Um, but <laughs> me it is, too. I overintroduced myself. No problem. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. That is the only, you're the only person I've ever seen that's that quirk. But I actually love that. Don't you think it's like a nice thing though? It's like I love it. I find it like a quirk. It also you makes are. you very like like I always remember you now, <laughs> and I think it's great. I don't do it to be nice. I just generally assume. Mm-hmm. I just assume that no one remembers my name, so I always say that's I'm, what's so funny. I know, and it's not, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. It's about Colton. This is about Colton. But anyway, so he's a yeah. So I think he's you know somebody that is. Yeah, probably hasn't had a ton of relationships. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the producers are people who are either married or have families who have sure. gone through this and also can draw an experience from other bachelors. Like, you know, well, here's, you know, what someone else, here's what Sean had to do. Here's what Ari had to do. Here's how Nick would handle this, you know. So yeah, yeah. I think he definitely leans on that. Okay. Okay. He he seems like um, this is all very overwhelming for him, I think, which is, again, I think it's I overwhelming like. for anyone, sure. but especially— He shows the cracks more. Yeah. And also, I think the girls are way into him, which also, you know— Is mystifying to me. Really? I don't find him attractive. Like, I understand he's objectively, like, handsome, mm-hmm. but I I find him just not attractive. I, but I, in general, I don't like football players, personally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You I, don't just—yeah, I, I, and I— hmm. I, I, he's just, I'm just, I, but I think it's one or the other. Like people are like super into him or not into him at all. Right. And they just, that's true. Nothing in between. No, but I do feel like there are people who were like, he's going to be horrible. He's horrible. Who've now warmed up to him. He's good. I mean, I think, he certainly is good under pressure. I mean, you saw him 
with that Kalen story last week and how he yeah, responded he to that. Yeah, he handled that well. Like, that was really, he was empathetic. I thought the show he handled listened. that well, too. The show did a very good job. Did I it, can't say enough it. That did. No. I thought it was great to put up the PSA, every, mm-hmm. obviously. What's well, a fine line between, you, always, you don't want to hide it. Like, she you do worry. She you doesn't say, want to hide it either, no. which, to her credit. Correct. Yeah, I mean, you, you sort of say, well, by airing any of this, does it feel exploitative? Right. I think if you don't mm-hmm. promote it beforehand, if you don't mm-hmm. like build PR around it, then right. it's not exploitative. Mm-hmm. Because she is. I mean, we did do a promo that said like this is a conversation yeah. everyone should hear, simply because it is. And you did see a lot of people say it's it's really good. I thought this yeah, is I good. So it was hopefully well. it did. I mean, it was look. It's not easy then too. You watch the cut and you're like, oh god, we got to make this sure complete left turn now into the cocktail party sure. where they're all. But but I th- I do think that particularly. Since all the Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. thing the stuff has come out, yeah. finding a language for talking about sexual assault yes. is really important mm-hmm. because, it, in some ways, also for women who are survivors, it makes it easier to discuss oh, yeah. and share. If A, it's destigmatized, B, there is like a vernacular mm-hmm. to discussing yeah. it. And it's now, not you still can't so believe. That, I mean, her story is people, horrific. It is horrific. And the fact that, like, again, you'd think, like, oh, these guys are in jail. And she's yeah. like, yeah, one guy got expelled. I mean, I mean, it's crazy. It like, like I can't believe. And the hospital turned her away. To your, that was also crazy. Horrible. Well, we had, oh, I can't remember now, this woman, I think she was the district attorney in Detroit. I can't remember, on Alec Baldwin's talk show. Mm. And she was talking about this, these backlogged rape kits. Yeah. That just, it's just crazy. I, I know. This is unfathomable to me. But I know. It's, I, it's you know, sick. And it's, I think to your point, the fact that now this is out there. Yeah. Like, I think this all used to be like, dirty secrets that nobody said. It's not something to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. And right. obviously like she like, crimes were committed against mm-hmm. her. Yeah. And obviously and I think the she emotional... did a good job, but that's not yeah. easy for any look, knowing all the bachelors, I think they all would have been great. Like sure. they're all good guys. But I think Colton handled that you know, so yes, there's a lot of elements that are overwhelming. Sure. But I think that when the pressure comes, he's, you know, he's good. Sure. Conflict- Which you got to be when you're an athlete. I mean, right. Come on. Conflict resolution is probably just not his strong too, but he does seem like a sweet mm. person who, yeah. one thing about Although him- then again, no, we haven't seen what happens next week. We, <laughs> we end up, but look at how he just, he sits, he goes, oh, I'm just going to listen to this. I know. And then he walks away. I know. And then he will resolve the conflict next week. I guess. If, again, where is, and in that moment, does he go to his producer or does he again just like take time for himself? No, I think again, he's just, he's walking around. He's just, he's, so he's kind of a, mm-hmm. he's kind of a loner in a weird way. Well, clearly the way he tells the story of like the virginity, it's yeah. like the, yeah, I was sort of in the locker room and I was kind of my own person and that was sure. it. So I guess he is. Yeah. I guess. In some ways. He does seem to take each woman individually, which I think is a nice quality. Mm-hmm. Like he seems... He yes. seems more genuine in trying to get to know each one of them. He yes. seems like he has inside jokes with a lot of them too. Yeah, which that's I actually right. like. Ari definitely did not. Right. I don't think Nick did either. Um, there's more like small moments mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, he's actually like getting to know these women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, I hope I hope it works out for him. He seems I, like I, a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's just so, so not for me, but that's okay. That's a, that's okay. We know who's for you. <laughs> By the way, that's every. Yeah. I mean, I will say Ben Higgins comes up. Everyone loves Ben. All the t- like, literally everyone. Yeah. That I, that is a Ben's dating someone. I'm happy for you him. You say it, it's great. It's yeah. fantastic. He's a he's just like a nice person, Ben, as well. Oh, he's just a good man. Yeah. Did you see that over the weekend? He and Lauren were both at the Waste Management Open in Phoenix, the golf tournament. No. By the way, Waste Management has a golf tournament. Wow. Oh yeah, that's amazing. It's like counter programming right against the Super Bowl. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, wow. And so it's in Phoenix. It's like okay. where there's like, I think it was raining mm-hmm. there, like that's been raining here, but it's like supposed to be like so, good weather and whatnot. But nobody told 
either one of them? Like, I don't know. Because I know that that breakup, is, you know, it was, was very super bad. hard on Ben. Yeah. yeah. And and also, she had another bad breakup recently. She did? Yeah. She has a new boyfriend uh-huh. now. It's Chris Lane. But she was dating yeah, someone okay. in L.A. And I, I heard oh, that was. Oh, right. I heard that was a gnarly breakup, actually. Wow. She's out, she's out and about in L.A. She's a Interesting. Bit of, bit of a party girl, wow. which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's a good a good place to be a party girl. Um, Should be good on Paradise if she's single? Lauren? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I just feel like a, people would be really into her, too. Like yeah. a lot of the mm-hmm. guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She'd be great. Does yeah. she want to be on the show again? I have no idea. I'd have to ask the producers, the like, does anyone talk to her? Right, exactly. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. kind of doing her own thing. Yeah. I feel like Parsha has been such a big part of Bachelor mm-hmm. world. Yes, that's true. Like, it, there's kind of not Is he on the them. Mount Rushmore of Bachelors, do you think? Take your own personal Sure. I think number one's Jake Pavelka. I just think it's unassailable. That was just such Jake a, Pavelka, interesting. I think I could see him on there. His season was great television. And it also really like was. there was a lot I mean, not only did all the Vienna stuff happen, but also with Allie choosing Facebook over Jake. Like that was such like an early window into Yeah. There was a lot that happened there. Yeah, that That's was like a, a very mm-hmm. momentous season. I think Jake Pavelka I think Jason Mesnick, that was Mesnick has to be on there. Fantastic. He also completely changed almost everything about the day. Uh, oh, Womack yeah. sort of did his first time, but Jason, both in his choice, and also the fact we used a guy who was sort of like a regular guy. Yeah. As opposed to, remember, it used to be like this guy like you'd never date otherwise. Totally. He's a rich guy. Who yeah, like a, lucky you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Pavelka, Mesnick. Mesnick. Ben was really good because Ben and JoJo really seemed like they should have ended up together and then they mm-hmm. didn't. Like when I think back to that season, I can't believe you didn't pick her. Um, and you think now you look at, obviously her and, if it went anything like her and Jordan, they'd be together. Yeah, I mean, they seem super happy. They're a great couple. HGTV or something? I don't know what that um, new thing they announced last week. It was like, it was something. I'm not sure it was HGTV, but they finally got their, their right. real estate show. Oh no, it was a real estate, yeah, it's CNBC actually. Yeah, it was, it was. you're yeah. right, CNBC. I was going to mm-hmm. say CNN. Right. And then who's my fourth after that? That's a good one. Maybe Brad Womack Mo- Mo- the second time. Interesting. Well, Womack just himself, probably, I think you're right. It's interesting you haven't chosen any of the early ones. Which I probably wouldn't either. I don't know. Firestone, maybe. Firestone was okay. But it was not, it's not what it was now. I think the four you have are correct. I think Pavelka changed the show. I think that, (laughs) I'm serious. Wow. Because the Chris Harrison sit down between Vienna and Jake for Mm -hmm. their breakup is like, it's Bachelor canon. That was amazing. And that was, and that was all Mike Fleiss. Yeah. Because they start breaking up and they start giving these statements to people and everything. And Mike, like, he was like, this is, they need to be coming to us. Like, this is, we need to get this. And they said, to, it was when we were shooting Bachelor Pad. So it was right. all, it could not have been more, thank God I mean, that worked out. I don't yeah. advocate for having sociopaths on the mm-hmm. show, but Jake Pavelka clearly is one. And it turned out to be really good TV. <laughs> it was great, yeah. And no one got mm-hmm. hurt there, so it's all fine. No, they're all fine. They've all moved on. Yeah, everyone's everyone Has anyone, okay. do you know anything about Pavelka? No. no I should a, call him and say hi. Just that he dated Chris like Chenoweth and he's a pilot. Yes. I want to pitch you on one thing before you go. Oh, I've mentioned yes, this that's before. right. Yes. I really, on the challenge, mm-hmm. Under Armour has been sponsoring um, the show for a mm-hmm. while. And so they like wear their, wear their clothes. In their early episodes, there's so much athleisure being worn. Mm-hmm. I just really want you guys to get a brand sponsor involved. Like maybe it's Alo, although they mm-hmm. seem too big. They're opening all these new stores right. in LA. I think Fabletics is just perfect for you well, guys. Don't you think, I think Fabletics is right. Because don't you think there is some like Lululemon that yeah. wa- that wasn't like, if we, if you had had this idea like six years six ago, years ago yeah. you could have had Lululemon. Yeah. Or like, there's just got to be some athleisure brand that's interested mm-hmm. in like having a really big platform. And then- Or is there some 
girl who's hearing this right now, you know, who's who had FITM or something, yeah. who's like, I've had this idea my whole life. You guarantee mm-hmm. them millions of eyeballs, and mm-hmm. then there's immediate crossover to Instagram. Give these the mm-hmm. women who got voted out oh, yeah. early a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so easy to shop on Instagram, too, and yeah. you really got to tap into the female fan base. I just think it makes so much sense for the brand and would make so much, smart. so much sense mm-hmm. for The Bachelor. People don't understand is The Bachelor is not a TV show anymore. It is it's a, a economy. It's an economy. It's, yes. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a cottage industry, as they say. It really say. is, yes. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think you could like launch a brand just based on doing that. I, I Do some giveaways. Disagree. Yeah. And then also... Batch Leisure. Yeah. Sponsor a bunch of podcasts. Yes. Do this one. I love it, yeah. Are here Mm -hmm. to make friends. You can do Caitlin's Off the Vine. So many. You could do a really good marketing campaign. This is just a free idea for anyone who's listening. It's a great idea. Thank you. I just, that's all. That's all I wanted. Yours, your affirmation on my idea. It, it's fantastic. You have it, Rob. Thank you so much for coming. You it's always it. great hearing from you. Great to be here. Do you want to plug your uh, serious show? Are you still uh, doing that? Yeah, seriously, we do. I recap the show on uh, EW Sirius 105 every Tuesday at 9 a.m. East, uh, Pacific time, 12 noon Eastern time with Julia Cunningham. Listen to it Always in the morning. Fun. Yeah, thank you. Of course. And looking forward to see what, what ABC is doing next. <laughs> Always happy to <laughs> share with you. to Rob and of course thank you to Kalo Kalo spelled Q-A-L-O is redefining the wedding industry with the first ever silicone wedding band Kalo's affordable comfortable silicone rings make the perfect gift for Valentine's Day and come in a variety of silhouettes colors and patterns for both men and women if you want to get in on this you can get 20% off your Kalo order for Valentine's Day by going to Kalo.com slash bachelor their sale is valid on the entire site, even customization. So again, visit qalo.com slash bachelor to get 20% off your Kalo order today.